0: Like, don't at me.
1: Don't at me. Goddamn.
2: Don't don't at me. Don't at me. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. We got some leftovers this week. They've all been pretty sports-centric lately, including these. All right. First one... Dame Lillard, right no, hey, bringing all this, uh, Dame Lillard's getting all this hype for being a bubble hero, bubble MVP. And hey, he's feeling himself because he put out a single. Have y'all heard it yet? Yeah, you listen to it, Straight from the bubble, Dame Dalla, I'm him. I mean, he I'm is, gonna- though. Listen a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, this fire already. It's nice. Yeah, he nice. I can't argue with Dame, man. I know that some people feel the way they do about him. I I respect Dame as just a player and as a person. He doesn't really say too much. I feel he's like he's like the cocky that I like. If that makes sense for me, you know.
2: So, my thing with Dame, there's a lot of things I like about Dame, right? Like, he doesn't have friends, you know? Like, he has friends, but, like, he's not there to make friends. He's trying to win, right? And I'll turn this down because I'm sure it's only a minute and a half, but y'all can check it out. We can drop the link in the show notes. Um, but, you know, hey, he he's just cares to win. He busts his ass. You know, he's cold. You know, he's pulling up from the logo. Um, you know, he plays pretty fearlessly, but, but, and I'm saying this, hey, y'all can say, hey, this is coming from a Rockets fan. And I'll say, yeah, you're right. A hundred percent. Dame is feeling himself too much for somebody that has won zero Western conference finals game. Zero. My little ass hands are making a zero on the video podcast. <laughs> if you can't see. sometimes
3: Zero. Man,
2: with that. Like, uh,
0: I feel you know, I mean, that, that cockiness, like, you know, when you have that, yo, when you're feeling good, when you're making money doing what you love, you know, what I'm saying, especially like in the sport called basketball, uh, I mean, in a sport like basketball, and uh, you know, uh, you also get to like rap and like you know, live the lifestyle that you want to live. I mean, like, you like if you're doing whatever it is you love, you, you be cocky too, you know, in a way. I, I, I feel like, you know, what I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't even think it's like has to do with having the accolades, you know what I'm saying. It's like, you know how, like, there's rappers that have never, like, you know what I'm saying, won Grammys or shit like that, like Flavor Flav or somebody like that, but, like, right. they still out there performing every night and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just the love of the game. And you know what I mean? Like, when you when you can do things like that and have other avenues, like rap or movies or something like that, I mean, you you be that person. I mean, Kobe was like that. Shaq's like that. You know, Charles mm-hmm. Barkley. I mean, everybody. You know, Jordan was, uh, you know, like, it's – it happens to you because you you get you use that tool. Of, I mean, LeBron's like that. You use that tool of basketball just as like you know the the springboard, yeah. and then you're supposed to like jump out to things like that. So you're you're cocky, you're feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Shaq did it. You know what I'm saying? Like years ago. That's why they battled. I think we did a play by ear or
2: something like that. No, that was oh, the fair. first episode. Don't at me. The first episode. For real? That was the first yeah, yeah, episode, like and that's it another it re- reason why yeah. I bring it up because, I mean, I know we don't get into sports too much because um, there's millions of podcasts, and we talk sports all day, so we're like, we should, you know, let's, let's, just, let's yeah. talk the real yeah. shit on the podcast. But uh, my, the reason why I bring this up is, okay, Dame, again, cold, right? But hasn't, hasn't won a championship, hasn't even won a single game in a Western Conference Finals, not one, right? And, I mean, all this, people are going to be like, oh, he's hating. And, look, I'll, I'll tell you this. He's cold at sports. He's good at rapping too. Shaq is one of the only ones I can think of that was pretty good at both. I mean, he's all-timer for basketball, obviously. Um, but here's right. why I bring it up. Do you hear anybody talking shit about Dane? No. It seems like he's got universal love. And I'm not – I like the guy, but I want to know why he's immune to all of this criticism but James Harden isn't. Russell Westbrook isn't. You know, they've both been to finals. They've won at least the game in the finals. They haven't won a championship. And I'm not saying that, you know, oh, they should be treated differently than Dame. They should be treated the same is my point. You know, so if you're going to critique them for never having any hardware, why is Dame Lillard completely immune to that? That's what I can't wrap my mind around. And also the fact know. that he always kills the Rockets. So, you know, for Dame. Well, to we'll
0: take it to, the, to sports, I think it's the markets. I don't think anyone, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in uh, Portland really cares if Dame really performs as well as, like, you know, like someone, like, you know, when, uh, in Oklahoma City when, uh, you know, Harden and Westbrook were there or now here in Houston, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we want a ring because we've had that before, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Portland really gives a shit, you know what I'm saying? They're like,
2: ah, you know. Well, but they love you know the Blazers, mean? though. But yeah, I want to hear know why he's into it.
1: I want to hear Gary's take on it. Gary,
3: how, how do you feel about it every day? Well, uh, yeah, I was gonna dive in. Um, when it comes to to Dame, um, I think it's pretty interesting that him and Patrick Beverly, and him and Russell Westbrook always have something going on. Like some, like two of my favorite players. You know, somebody scrappy like Pat Bev and somebody. It almost seems like the scrappy guys is who he kind of gets into it with. Even uh, I think Chris Paul, um, when he was on the Rockets, they get into it too. So I'm like, like, why does he have beef with? certain point guards, too, at times. But overall, yeah, Russ is – I mean, um, Dame is nice. Um, but I actually didn't consider that point that Mike brought up. Like, he really doesn't get uh, much backlash for not having any hardware. I didn't even consider
2: that. I mean, and that's all you hear with Harden and Westbrook. Oh, you can't win with them. Oh, they can't – you know, I, I definitely don't want them on my team. I mean, they have more pedigree than Dame does. You know, and I'm not – none. Of, I mean, this is definitely an indictment on Dame. I know I'm shitting on him. I'm, like, in a very much vast minority here. But really, it's more so of a uh, – you know, that's not fair. There's a double standard, in my opinion. Like I said, Harden, Westbrook, constantly under the microscope. People constantly criticizing their game. They're MVPs, you know. They are MVPs. They have been on first-team All-NBA. Dame, I mean, A – Like I said, I love his game. I think he's good at rapping. I think it's bullshit that he bypasses all criticism. Well,
1: um, I, I can't speak. I'll be quick. I can't speak for Russ, but as far as Harden, I know he gets criticized because of his style of play. We all know that. The way he plays, the dribble, 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 step back, step back, step back, shoot. Then how he, you know, foul every time he drives and stuff. So people just don't, they don't appreciate that. Yet, but I think that it's gonna become a day where they do start respecting the way he actually like plays, you know, like going forward. Hopefully, so yeah, that's all I had to say about that.
2: And you always says they'll respect me when I retire. Hopefully, it's before then. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Gary, what were you gonna say?
3: Um, yeah. Oh, it was uh, about likability. Um, Chance brought up markets. I think market may have something to do with it. For some reason, there's a Houston bias in the media. Um, like for some reason, I don't know what it is. But- right so it's the combination of the Houston bias plus mixed in, the, like you mentioned, Jaka Harden's playing style. And then for somebody like Russ is just uh, I just don't think they're as likable as Dame. And that's probably what it just comes down to. I think people just like Dame. He has more of the uh, – it's also with the NBA Players Association, you got to remember that's probably a fraternity or a clique. So within that clique, there's probably more cliques or groups where they're like, oh, hey, I fuck with Dame. That about Russ is like this. And then it kind of comes into – becomes a thing you know good
2: point when the lakers bounce bouncing in five y'all would definitely see an at work oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel oh Daniel my and gosh goodbye yeah y'all know and, and that's, and that's y'all gonna be petty like that
3: <laughs> and no but and the thing is that's the thing with me and you and mike with me and you mike we we love dame we love the pleasures they just don't show up for for us when we want them to we're like okay 22. beat us it, it's 22. like beat us Exactly
2: Warriors.
3: Beat us But beat the Warriors Like that's team We, we mutually hate So beat the Warriors But then they yeah. don't So like Why are you going Why are you going to Ball out Do the wave goodbye Against PG And against Russ You know And Harden But but you can't and then Do anything t- after that
2: Between your Yeah legs against the Warriors I will say cover.
1: that They have a healthy team This year So maybe they'll get further But like you said Mike you brought up A good point With uh, CJ Like being injured And so it is going to Like affect him And he's going to Like run out of gas Probably soon Because he's been Balling out like crazy and plus, you know, they've been playing extremely hard to get to the point that they're at right now. And other teams haven't been playing as hard. So once they start playing hard and turn that that pressure up, who knows what's going to happen, you know?
2: We'll see. All right. I saw a uh, tweet. Um, Fernando Tatis, uh, baseball player, his team was up seven runs, and he was facing a 3-0 count. Now, in baseball, you know, they kind of say the unwritten rule is when it's 3-0, you kind of take the pitch. You don't swing. Well, he actually swung. He knocked the motherfucker out. Home run. It's a grand slam, actually. And, you know, there's all kinds of different ripple effects from that. People are kind of talking about, oh, like, what was that? You know, even the, the manager was telling him not to swing. He swung. Whatever. Um, but opened up a conversation about the worst unwritten rules in sports, so uh, Aaron Torres is actually from Fox Sports Radio. I think he started this tweet. And uh, I came in and said, my, uh, my, the worst unwritten rule in sports for me is if you're, you know, in football, one team's blowing the other team out, they're in field goal range, and they do that bullshit where they run a draw, like right into the back of the center. <laughs> they're just like, okay, here, we're just surrendering the ball. They're not kicking the field goal. They're not punting from the 25-yard line. You know, they just go for it and almost like purposely fail on fourth down. I've just like the 3 0, uh, hitting the grand slam when you're up by so many runs, what happened with T- Tatis. I'm an adult. I say we're playing a sport, it's competitive. You should never lift your foot off the gas pedal. I mean, I live my life around 28 to three. The Patriots come back over the uh, Falcons, coincidence. I, to me, that is the worst unwritten sport sports rule is that, okay, if it's fourth, you know, you kind of have to just, like, run it into the back of the center. Patriots in 07 didn't do that, and that's why everybody hated them because they were just running up the score. But just to to read out some of the responses, uh, Aaron Torres responded also to that tweet and said, the dumbest unwritten rule in sports is that it's okay to throw at someone if they celebrate a home run. Like, imagine if Aaron Rodgers threw a TD and celebrated, and the next series the other team got a free shot at him because – That's just not how things are done. Idiotic. Very well stated from Aaron Torres. Uh, Again, at Aaron underscore Torres from Fox Sports Radio. And then also uh, at a prior 94 said, throwing behind slash at someone because their teammate just celebrated a home run too much or did a bat flip. The other reason why I bring this up is, hey, we're all in Houston. We've been seeing the Astros catch the brute end of this shit you know, and all these unwritten rules all year long. So I don't know if you all have given much thought. What is the worst unwritten sports rule that there is today?
3: Man, you brought, brought up some good ones. I can't really think of anything um, as yet. But um, as far as the tying in the baseball analogy in the football, I thought that was pretty interesting because imagine like your quarterback getting free range at him just because, they, you know, he scored a touchdown, you know, got a touchdown pass. I think that's the that is I mean the, we saw this be that's, that's the correlation with, with baseball
2: you know yeah. a couple of weeks ago with him throwing at the Astros and trying to pick up his little nuts, mm-hmm. you know, cook season. But um yeah, I don't I, know. I mean it's just it's 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 a game, it's competitive. You don't want yeah. somebody to score, hey, don't let let them score. I never liked the mercy rule in spurs in sports. I mm-hmm. mean, they're adults, whether it's professional women basketball or professional women's sports professional men's sports you're adults you're professionals you shouldn't get your feelings hurt because you can't stop somebody from imposing their will you just need to hit the practice field harder in my opinion
1: yeah and I was gonna say uh that's I agree that's what I was you know took the words out of my mouth I hate how in the NBA how when you reach a certain level of points it's frowned upon to keep scoring to keep like like matching the gas you know and it's like If you don't want to get scored on, just try a little harder then. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, this, literally, you have to just try, like, a little bit harder. Like, nobody's – these people are getting paid millions of dollars, you know? That's a lot of money to just, like, bitch complain. Oh, they're not being unsportsmanlike and stuff. Like, fuck out of here, you know?
2: And it brings back something that happened last year. I think it was a Nuggets game. Jamal Murray, I think he might have had 47, and they were blowing the team out. They kept him. 50. He was, you know, trying to pull up, hit that three to get 50. I'm for it. Hey, if you can get it, that's awesome, man. Like, the Warriors, look, we all universally hate the Warriors or whatever, but they had the game where, you know, Thompson dribbled 11 times and scored 60, but then they didn't let him play in the fourth. All right, we're going to rest you. Why? Let him play. Let him try to go for 80. Even though I'm not a fan, that's a spectacle, man. You can't tell me. You know, think about how many times people bring up Kobe's 81 points you don't see that, man. You see that that's happened twice, you know, with Wilt scoring 100 and Kobe scoring 81. Nobody's passed that mark but two times. If you can do it, do it, man. Unwritten rules in sports make it to where you can't chase history. You can't chase, you know, absolute domination. And, again, you're professionals. You entered the game zero to zero. Nobody had any kind of a cheat or, you know, hey, you get preferential treatment. no. You're going in, it's zero, 0 You're out there as a pro. You either beat the team or you get your ass beat. And if you get your ass beat bad and they can beat it more, you just have to take it, man. You have to grit and bear it.
1: Just do better next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: And the, and the, equi- the equivalent to that, um, I guess, unwritten rule would be for the NBA, is up by five plus or beyond two possessions with under 20 seconds to go and you have the ball. I mean, a lot of times it's best to dribble it out. But I do like when a team, it doesn't happen often, but decides to do a – typically it's the bench in. So just seeing them decide to go up for a, like a last-second layup, even though the game's almost over or the clock's winding down, I mean, I say go for it as well. But
2: Especially if you got the bench squad in. Let them ball Yeah, you got Yeah, exactly. Cushion. They're <laughs> out there balling. They might never see the court again, man. Let them get it, you know. Hmm. Um, last thing we had on the leftovers Gary you brought this one up man a little bit of a sentimental thing we just talked about the Astros I mean look y'all know I'm a Yankees fan but I'm Houston so I'm always back in Houston teams I want all the Houston teams to win if possible Uh, I was upset that you know Astros couldn't win one game in Houston in the World Series last year but Gary giving you a shout out on this one you were saying what kind of bullshit is it that the Nationals suck this year after all that shit that happened last year, they choose now to fall apart.
3: And, uh, I mean, going back to last year, the Nationals actually started off the season horrible. So I'm thinking maybe they did start off slow. But either way, this is the one season where you can't start off slow because it's pretty much condensed. So the fact that it's looking like unless they get their shit together, they're not even going to make it to the playoffs, just knowing that they beat us and we had two opportunities to do it, and they're just nothing on themselves – it's it's kind of frustrating, but, it, I, I mean, I like it as Astros fan. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, they suck now. But it's like, why couldn't we just get that one extra win when we had Garrett Cole coming up on the mound? I mean, A.J. Hinch decides not to even put him in, and that's the last Dude. Garrett Cole we get. Now he goes to the Yankees. I'm like, uh, I
2: hate it even more. Hey, <laughs> because I remember watching that game, and he said, A.J. Hinch is yeah. – managing a perfect game here he's not overthinking it he's going with his instincts he's going with his oh gut grinky gives up one hit you know the home run he gives up that mm-hmm. one hit and i think a single before or after that yanks the him floodgates runs. and i'm like dude mm-hmm. no and then that's so literally right when joe buck said that it turns around aj hinch starts over managing we i mean look we heard it on the radio for months so we don't need to relive any painful memories but uh Shout out to Granky though. I do like him. Did you see a couple of weeks ago he was showing his sign and still striking people out? That was icy. <laughs> that was icy. That was that cold-blooded. Was... He should have been a Yankee, though. <laughs> that a Yankee. It just never happened. Yeah. But... I mean, y'all got cold, so whatever. True. Yeah. True. But that's all the leftovers I have, uh, have for the day. I hope y'all enjoyed this feature at the bottom of the screen, our uh, phone line. Feel free to uh, call the number up, leave voicemails, uh, drop a line, you know, hey, questions that you want us to answer, uh, just any kind of love, any kind of reviews, call this number here or even text it. Shit, whatever you want to do. Just ping the number that you see at the bottom of the, of the screen. And, uh, of course, we'll shout out any kind of good, thoughtful quotes. Uh, if you all have good sound bits, we'll include them on the next podcast. But take advantage of this new feature here. Open up the conversation. Uh, With that, any other leftovers that y'all had? No. I'm good. I think the last one is just make sure you check out www.therep.network. Merchandise, we've got Pierre Style. we got A Chance for Texas. we got all the official Repertoire merch. Check us out on social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at The Rep Network, Facebook, at Repertoire TPN, as in the Podcast Network. And then, as always, subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Chance, you got the, the lingo down the four. I ask you right as you take a bite, my bad. <laughs> you going to try to do it through the bite? It's, hey, let, let's do it, man. Unfiltered and raw. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Oh, I guess. Yeah, Get it on. down. Get the reps down. Help us grow. Thanks again, as always, for tuning in to don't at me part of the repertoire network tune in next week and uh we'll see y'all then peace